0: concerning the knowledge of the Noble Qur'an and we are focusing on Surah Al-Kahf which is recited every Friday by Muslims all over the world and because of its importance and of its meanings we are trying to inshallah shed some light on the understanding of the Noble Qur'an exemplified in the verses uh, of this magnificent Surah Last night, we talked about, we reached the verse 36 and beyond and I will remind everyone inshallah, concerning, just an introduction to the verse uh, 35, 36 and then inshallah we move ahead inshallah Sayyid Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala tells us about, He sets a parable, an example About two men He said Subhanahu wa ta'ala وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ نَثَلًا رَجُلَيْنِ جَعَلْنَا لِأَحَدِهِمَا جَنَّتَيْنِ مِنْ أَعْنَابٍ وَحَفَثْنَاهُمَا بِنَخْلٍ وَجَعَلْنَا بَيْنَهُمَا زَرْعَ And put forward to them the example of two men And to one of them we had given two gardens of grapes And we had Surrounded both with date palms and had put between them green crops, cultivated fields. We went over these verses. I'm just trying to refresh inshallah the memory for those who were not with us uh, last night. Each of those two gardens brought forth its produce and failed not in the least therein. And we caused a river to gush forth in the midst of them. And he had a property, one of them, or fruits, abundant. And he said to his companion in the course of this mutual talk or conversation between them, I am more than you in wealth and stronger in respect of men and stronger in lineage. So he was proud about that Not only that وَدَخَلَ جَنَّتَهُ وَهُوَ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ قَالَ مَا أَظُنُّ أَن هَذِهِ أَبَدًا And he went into his garden while in a state of pride and disbelief unjust to himself Why unjust to himself We said this last night because he committed disbelief that's why he was unjust to himself And he said Well I think not that this will ever perish I think not that this will ever perish, meaning his garden. Not only that, he added further to say, And I think not the hour will ever come, meaning the day of judgment. He denied the day of judgment. And if indeed I am brought back to my Lord, meaning on the day of resurrection, I surely shall find better than this when I return to him. So sure about himself. قَالَ لَهُ صَاحِبُهُ His companion's response was قَالَ لَهُ صَاحِبُهُ وَهُوَ يُحَاوِرُهُ بِالَّذِي خَلَقَكَ مِن تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ مِن مُطْفَةٍ ثُمَّ سَوَّاكَ رَجُلًا His companion said to him during this talk Do you disbelieve in him Allah who created you out of dust Meaning it refers to Adam Our, our father Adam then out of mutsa, mixed male and female sexual discharges, meaning the offspring of Adam, you and me Then fashioned you into, into a man, do you disbelieve in him? He said it out of an exclamation as well as out of denial, denying it for him, how can you say that? Then he affirmed the following to him in the course of this, in this uh, mutual conversation, which is an admonition لَكِنَّهُوَ اللَّهُ رَبِّي وَلَا أُشْرِكُ Rabbi أَحَدًا But as to my part, Allah, I believe that He is my true Lord and that I will never associate a partner with my Lord in worship I'm not going to set up rivals with Allah in worship Then he further admonished him by saying وَلَوْ is إِذْ دَخَلْتَ جَنَّتَكَ قُلْتَ مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ لَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ well, it was better for you to say, when you entered your garden, that which Allah wills will come to pass. You could have said that. It would be better for you. And there is no power but with Allah. You could also have acknowledged the fact that this power that Allah gave you in this garden is all because Allah willed it. And Allah is able to do what He wants. And He gave you this. But if you look at me in a humiliation and being despicable If you see me less than you in wealth and children Then he said to him In this case أَن خير مِنْ جَنَّتِكِ عليها من السماء فتصبح صعيدا أو يصبح غورا له This is where we each last night Then He said, فَعَسَى Rabbi, It may be that my Lord will give me something better than your garden (laughs) and will send it a torment boat from the sky this is one thing and the other then it may be a slippery earth or the water thereof of the gardens become deep, sunken, underground the water you you cannot dig so far to go to the water so that you will never be able to seek it this came in the form of either an invocation because he was unjust to him or it was in a form of expectation. Either way, what happened? Either way, what happened? Now comes therefore the continuity of the class. What happened? What happened? For fa يقلب كيف كَثَيْهِ عَلَى مَا أَنْفَقَ فِيهَا وَهِيَ خَاوِيَةٌ عَلَى عُرُوشِهَا ويقول يَا لَيْتَنِي لَمْ أُشْرِكْ بربي أَحَدًا So, what was the outcome after this dua, after this invocation or after this expectation? It was, so his fruits were encircled with ruin and he remained clapping his hands with sorrow over what he had spent on it while it was all destroyed on its trellises, and he could only say, and he could only say, Ya lam ushrik bi rabbi ahada. Would that I had ascribed no partners to my Lord in worship. A state of regret, a state of sorrow. Okay, Alhamdulillah may Allah reward you for your efforts. So for Asbaha all his fruits were destroyed. Then for Asbaha you Then from regret he started to clap his hands, his palms, clapping his hands with sorrow. And we know that if man becomes regretful he does the same thing. Sorrow for what? because of what he had spent on it, on the gardens and this tells from this verse the obvious meaning is that he really spent a lot on it while it's all destroyed on its trellises everything and this state of regret after however regret, regretting it after what happened is of no avail. However, the people who listen to this story, they are the ones who are going to benefit by the will of Allah. And then Allah spoke about him again. منتصرة, verse 43. And he had no group of men to help him against Allah, nor could he defend or save himself so the thing that which he was proud of when he told his companion أنا أكثر وأعز نفرا, I have more wealth and better lineage than you all of that لم to his group of men didn't protect him, didn't save him from the punishment of Allah and he himself was not able to defend nor he was victorious in any way because we see refuge in Allah from this because He committed kufr, because He disbelieved and denied the hour, denied the day of resurrection. And He spoke to the believer in this way of arrogance, preferring Himself upon Him. Then Allah reminds, verse 44, there on the day of resurrection, the wilaya, the wilaya, the protection, the power, the authority and the kingdom will be for Allah alone the true God. He Allah is the best for reward and the best for the final end. Two things. Allah is the best for reward and the best for the final end. And the term wilaya there came two recitations here in this verse. Hunadik al And there is another recitation: Hunalik al-Wilaya. Al-Wilaya, Wilaya. And the other recitation is Walaya. So there is a difference of meaning in this. Let us see. With the one pronunciation, al-Walaya, meaning victory, meaning victory. And with the other one, with the, if you know a little bit of the Arabic grammar with the Arabic kasra, with the movement kasra, which is which would sound like this we, there's a difference between we, the movement will be underneath the letter in the former one, in the former one, wa, the letter, the movement letter will be on top there is a difference between the two, one on top, one on, is underneath the letter uh, the first one which is on top, the fatha is above, it's called fatha and the second one is called Kasra, it will be underneath the letter. So in the second recitation, Al-Wilaya, it means authority and kingdom, and kingdom. So on the day of resurrection, there will be no, on both recitations therefore, there will be no victory, no kingdom, no authority except لله الحق through true God Allah. And therefore, if there is no victory and no authority except with Allah, then those other than Allah can benefit not. Those other than Allah can benefit not. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now reminding us Allah is the best for reward. Because other than Allah So other than Allah, if anyone other than Allah gives a reward to a person, he will give it like equal to, or if he increases it will increase a little bit. But will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the reward it could magnify ten times to seven hundred times and to higher amplification in the world, countless. Alhamdulillah. Also, Allah is the best for final end. Allah is the best for final end. He the most magnificent, the most high, and the one who looks for Allah to be the best for the final end. Then this is better for him from anyone else other than Allah or anything else other than Allah because any end with the humans will vanish, but that right with Allah will continue to exist now, this story which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us the parable is it real? meaning did it really take place? or is it just and quote an assumption as if it took place. Okay. There are parables in the Quran which they didn't take, which didn't take place. There are. This is this is a form which exists. There are certain parables, but Allah Subhanahu wa Taala makes these parables although they didn't take place. As for example, I remind you, just for your information, in Surah Al-Nahl, uh, seventy-six. This is one. And also, in Surat al-Zumar, 39, 29. and the right there, there is also more than that, but, however with respect to this one which we are talking about, the context, and the mutual conversation that took place, and the back and forth conversation, Imply or indicate that this is a real, a real example, a real thing that took place. This is the correct opinion, inshallah. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave another parable, another example, right after that, which is less qualified. Let them see the life of this world, as we sent down from the sky, and the earth was it, and it became strong, and it was made وَكَانَ اللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ مُقْتَدِرًا and put for them the example of the life of this world and it is like the water, the rain which we sent down from the sky and the vegetation of the earth mingles with it, mixes with it and becomes fresh and green but later it becomes a dry, and broken pieces, which the wind will carry and scatter, and Allah is able to do everything. So these gardens that are filled with all sorts of fruits, with all sorts of flowers, and leaves, and greenery, and trees, which is seen especially at the time of spring, we does to all of that, the water Subhanallah, Allah taala is high above every imperfection Then, all of this various and diverse plantations and greenery comes to a dry end dead, carried and scattered by the wind and this is the life, this is our life This is the dunya. This is the life of this world. It's beautified. It's adorned to man. And then suddenly it comes dry with his death. It is inevitable that either man dies or that he loses this life. This parable is exactly the same as life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set parables in many places in the Quran about regarding this dunya, this life of this world, so that we don't really become attracted to it and that we don't hold to it and cling to it. And it's amazing that we are really somehow deluded by it and running after it, although its worries and constant worries is much more than its comfort and pleasant times. Inshallah we continue by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explaining more about these verses. Inshallah tomorrow. By will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you have any question to open the room inshaAllah for questions. And if you have questions concerning these 10 days, these best 10 days of the month of the Hijjah, and with respect to al Eid and the fasting of Day of Arafah, go ahead.